0: Emperor!
1: back for episode number 67 of our trip into podcast land. We've been doing this for a long time. A little while. And it hasn't really been that long.
2: No, no, we are still infants in the broadcasting world.
1: (laughs) We are still infants in the broadcasting world. But so here we are, episode number 67 of the Fusion Underground. And what we do here at the Fusion Underground is we try to make sense of the world by having principled discussions. And we're going to do that a lot tonight. We're going to see how we <laughs> well, we're going to have discussions. We yeah. just got to try and remember to try and keep them principal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to have to try to keep them principal. Principal discussions about such topics as entertainment, current events, politics and culture. We're going to dive right into that whole section. Our mission is to educate people to become critical thinkers so they can live more empowered and happier lives. As always, I'm your host, Manuel Ramirez, and I'm joined in the virtual studio by the one, the only, the extremely exhausted-looking Jason Marat. How are you doing, brother? I'm good. <laughs> you're, you're This is
2: just my face, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, you look like this all the time. I'm just there all the time. Just, I just, just I said uh, this beat
1: down and defeated. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. I, I appreciate that. It's,
2: it's real uplifting. Uh, yeah. It's yeah, awesome.
1: You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. So we're going to, today we're going to talk, um, so we finished our books, uh, by Shanti Feldhan. really, uh, we did a, what, what was it? Six total, I think six or seven yeah, six episodes. total episodes. Yeah. We talked about books by, um, Shanti Feldhan about, uh, men and women and the way they, the way that we think in, in relationships. So if you are, um, curious about how you and member of the opposite sex in your relationship thinks about relationships you should check out those those episodes i had a lot of fun recording them
2: it it was it was fun it really was was. it was was, um our our first foyer into that realm (laughs) or anything like that really with any kind of scholastic intent um but no it was good It, it was really good i did enjoy doing that um I love pretending like I actually know what I'm talking about every once in a while. So yeah, even though we had no idea what we were talking about, no, we didn't. We didn't know what the hell. We were
1: <laughs> <about>. <laughs> it was a lot of fun, but it was good. It was good. yeah. So today, today's episode, we're going to talk a little. We're going to change gears now. We're gonna we're gonna dive back into conservatism quite a bit. We're gonna talk about the Texas abortion law. Ooh. Oh, that should be exciting. Yeah, we're going to we're going to two dudes are going to wade into the into the abortion topic here. Uh, we might as well, because it's 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 in the news. Sure. So, sure. yeah. So yeah, it's, going it, on, it's, it's going on. It's going to
2: overturn
1: Roe versus Wade, right? Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, it probably won't do that. Um, that. But uh, but yeah, we're going to we're going to weigh in on that. Um yeah, and then we're just going to have some fun and see where the rest of this, where the rest of uh, the episode takes us here. Okay. I, I did see, so yesterday, yesterday I went and saw Shang-Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings, the latest Marvel movie. Oh, yeah. How was that? It was crap. Okay. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> you know, I, I asked that genuinely because when I looked at it and I saw the trailer, I was like, wow that looks like absolute dog shit
1: it's garbage but i said okay
2: and so i said hold on let Mm -hmm. me wait and i saw a preview for it even tonight and i said did i judge this too harshly at first glance no am i allowing some sort of uh preconceived notion to alter my judgment yeah and the fact that you just said you saw it and it was crap, actually, goes, nope, I was pretty spot
1: on yeah, right from the yeah. beginning. So, yeah, well, let me talk about it because I'm sure there no. might be people listening going, "Wait a minute, I saw it. Did we watch the same film? Why is it crap?" Um, um, so, a, a couple of a couple of things. Um, spoilers, if you don't want to hear any spoilers, you know, I, I can't. I say that because I don't know if I'm going to give away any spoilers. I have no idea what I'm going to be talking about here in just a second. Um, but I'm just going to be walking through what I thought of the film. First of all, there's, there's a lot of CG in this film, and the CG looks, it looks bad. It doesn't look very good, and they try to hide some of the CG by having the camera move around and, and very, very quickly, and, and a lot of other stuff going on in the background and in the foreground. Uh, so it, it tries to cover up the crappiness of the CG. The CG is actually really, really bad um, in, in the film. Second of all, the the storyline. Um, you know, the the movie it, it starts off like a rom com, a romantic comedy. It, it it starts off sort of like this romantic comedy feel, and I actually liked that part of the film. And and then it now keep in mind that the character Shang Chi in the comic books he's the master of kung fu, mm-hmm. so going into the movie I expected there to be well a lot of kung fu. Yeah, uh, and and we get that. In the in the first, oh, I don't know, twenty five percent of the movie, third of the movie or so, we get some some kung fu action and it's pretty cool, um, for the most part. And then after that point, like the, you had me, you had me with the rom com, and then you had me sort of like this street level. We're just going to do kung fu fighting, and then it it shifts gears and it becomes this. I, I don't it, it just it explodes and it just they keep amping up the the fantasy and power level of the of the of the characters in the film. Um, it there's not a lot of wokeness to it, which was actually pretty good even well, though one good. of the even though one of the best characters is Shang Chi's sister in the film. I actually thought she was better. but you know let's say like you used to study martial arts or you 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 do right?
2: Don't don't turn all the attention on me for everybody else out there listening. I, I got a, a big truth bomb I'm gonna drop, which I was gonna change some of this. Mm. But Dr. Ramirez trained in kung fu for a lot of years I did. and was not half bad. So yeah. <laughs> I think that's actually part of where your anger yeah.
1: might be stemming from. Well, so let's yeah, the, refocus the, here. Okay, the, the, the part that I the part that I didn't like was um, was you have the you have the the main character the guy, who was trained in the arts of of by his father and his and the the ten rings, which is basically his army of kung fu warrior dudes, right? So he's changed he's trained from like age seven, um, and to be a badass fighter. Cool, I'm 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 along for the ride, but right. the sister, the younger sister, was not allowed to train. Dad was like, no, you're a girl. You stay, you know, stay off on the sidelines. And so what she did was she watched everybody train and then she self-trained and became better than her brother. Wow. So, yeah. And so I was like, wait a minute, how are you going to self-train to become better?
2: I, I can appreciate that, that most of your martial... So, yes, to answer your previous question, yes, I trained in martial arts. Absolutely. And yeah. is most of that training self-inflicted and self practice Yes. However, without a master or without a sensei to teach you, you ain't going to learn anything. That's right. like telling me that any Joe Schmo can go fight in the UFC because he has pay-per-view on lockdown on his TV and watches all the fights right. all the time.
1: No, that's not how that works. You're you're not getting that feedback, you know, through the, through the trainer and, and, and all of that. And so, but she, she self-taught, um, and then she, she left, she escaped the confines of her father's, uh, empire. Um, and she went off into the world at 16 years of age and she built an underground, uh, fighting, uh, empire herself. She built a fight club where they battle oh, okay. for yeah. for money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, at sixteen, okay, she, she did this. Yeah, what? <laughs> and, you were going somewhere? No, was that was just you know she's <laughs> she's awesome. Like she's but the the character like when you would strip away the her martial arts stuff and you're just like mm-hmm. the 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 nuance of her character buildup, She was actually an interesting character. The sister, I was actually right. more interested in the sister than I was. In the hero of the film, um, and in the third act of the film, it it just goes completely off the rails. It turns into Dungeons and Dragons in the Marvel universe. I mean, literally, we have you know soul sucking demons and dragons and fantastical creatures and all kinds of magic, uh, and it just goes really off the deep end. And you know Aquafina, she's this uh, she's this uh, Water. Asian comedian. Oh, oh, okay. her name's Aquafina, like the water, but spelled yeah. differently, right? Uh, she's in the movie. She's the plucky comic relief in the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has no, she's not a superhero, right? She has no powers, but she learns to shoot a bow at the end of the film in about an hour and she becomes really good at it. Well, did she
2: montage it? No, this is important. No, 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 no. she learned in an hour. There was she no learning yeah.
1: montage. Yeah, because okay, the, you see, the, the, the film starts off as like a um, big trouble in little China. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then it turns into now you saw the three amigos, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. So it goes from big trouble in little China to the battle of Santa Poco. Oh, okay. So amigos, that's... amigos, amigos. You remember
2: yeah. that? <laughs> what does yeah. this town really do well?
1: We can sew. We can sew. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what they do in Santa Poco. Or, I'm sorry, in To La or La To. I don't even remember how it's pronounced. It's it's this, it, you know, it's this Oriental Chinese Asian name of a tallow. I don't know. Um, but they sew. And they happen to sew with dragon scales to make armor. Oh. Um, so they're really good at that. And then, of course, of course, they're really good at martial arts but um but they can sew too so it becomes the battle of santa poco at the end i'm not kidding i believe you (laughs) i believe you (laughs) and there's like there's shang chi there's aquafina and then there's the sisters so there's three of them the three amigos they go and they do the battle of santa poco um and they save the day um it's just absolutely it's it's absolutely bizarre at the end and the end just the third act just kind of completely slows down um yeah. And well, and, and this Saves is, the day. She even shoots the dragon in the, she does like, like, you, you know, barred the, barred the, um, the hunter from, from the hobbit and shoots the dragon oh, in the neck. Shoots in, in the,
2: in the one weak spot. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Well, and
2: <clears throat> this is the problem with, and, and every gamer out there knows this when, you know, you start building your level, level one characters and you're doing your dungeon diving yeah. and you start role playing and you, as you build and progress these characters up, well, then the bosses and the enemies and everything has to get harder and harder and harder next thing you know you're saving the world literally every time you get together to play right And look what happened to that show um supernatural if you ever watch that um you know they were going after ghosts and goblins and witches and you know stuff like that and it was a lot of fun for the first few seasons next thing you know they're saving the world and they're battling angels and demons and lucifer and other realms and it just it got so overpowered that you lost all sense of relativity to it and
1: it's it's kind of right. what the hell you know and well and that's what happens in this movie like they they battle they, he they, they literally and i can't say shang chi did oh and by the way shang chi is his name that's like his birth name it would be like you know how we've got superhero names like Moon Knight and Captain America and Iron Man. We got cool like superhero named Batman, right? We got Iron cool Fist. superhero names. Right. He's right. he's Iron Fist, Daredevil. He's Shang Chi. Well, that was the name he was given at birth. That would be like you finding the <laughs> Ten Rings, and it's you're just your superhero is Jason and the Ten Rings, right? Mm-hmm um i'm like doesn't he get a cool superhero name we're just gonna call him shang chi well um remember the the superhero name is part
2: of the secret identity which necessitates at least the burglar mask you have to have a mask on right if i and from what i saw in the previews he has no mask he has no mask so there's no reason for an alternate identity because there's no reason to conceal his identity he his yeah he's just The kung fu master
1: dude, Shang and Qig. then and then it's like, where do you go from here? So the the film, you they battle this gigantic soul sucking dragon. The more souls it consumes, the more powerful it gets, and it literally saves the world. So where do you go from here? Like Valhalla? They're they're right. There's like it's like <laughs> I I, I would have. I think it would have been interesting had they kept it to kind of a low power level, just kind of a street, uh, almost like detective kind of, right? Uh, kind of film, a lot of kung fu action, you know. Um, I think that would have been a lot more interesting instead of they just kept ramping up the power levels. Oh, and then at the end, like he gets, he basically becomes indoctrinated into or indoctrinated, initiated into the Avengers, right? So you have yeah. the, Hulk, the Hulk there and Captain Marvel. Uh, Brie Larson, who can't even act her way out of a wet paper bag, even when she only has like one or two lines, she's terrible. She's terrible, and she has a brief cameo in the film. Brie Larson does, uh, she's absolutely atrocious. Uh, but she's there, uh, but so he gets kind of initiated into the whole Avengers thing, right? Um, but so does Aquafina, the plucky sidekick who has no skills whatsoever. So she's also brought it and i'm like but she doesn't do crap like even robin <laughs> i know robin's on the dc comic side not a marvel character but even robin would was is a better sidekick and much more deserving of being brought into the the justice league than aquafina whose superpower is cracking jokes during a two-hour film
2: well but that's important No, i mean I saw the Endgame movies, and, and they were always very mopey. They could have used an Aquafina to they get could. them
1: giggling. they could. An <laughs> yeah, they could. And then at the beginning, the best I think the one of the best parts of the film, the, one of the most fun parts of the film, which makes no sense anyway, um, is it, at the very beginning, and, and Shang Chi is battling, uh, you know, these assassins on a bus in San Francisco and then the the bus go you know it becomes like like speed it loses its brakes and it's going racing downhill in san francisco for like 10 minutes and i'm like i've been to san francisco and you can't cruise down a hill for 10 minutes in san francisco there's just not that many hills there's they're not that long yeah
2: um and, and, and there's I'm a like, hell of a lot more traffic
1: you're gonna hit something right right there's a <laughs> hell of a lot more tra- like the battle sequence is like 10 minutes long in this 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 bus is just out of control and Aquafina is trying to drive it. And of course there's no brakes and, you know, but it's got some of the, some of the best um, just martial arts that are happening, you know, in it. But again, when the, when the battle started, I I was like sitting there thinking, I'm like, wait a minute, he's just, they're just kicking it. The two main characters are kicking it on a bus. uh, I think trying to go to work and then they get jumped by assassins. Like what happens to everybody when you ride a bus, apparently Uh, it's just, (laughs) I was like, wait, the whole time I'm watching the fight, I'm like, okay, the fight is cool. Cheesy CGI effects now and then. The fight is cool, but why is this even happening? Like, it, just because they're Asian on a bus in San Francisco? Whoa. I don't know. Whoa, whoa, over, over the line. <laughs> so um, I went in, here's the, the the thing about the movie was I went in on a scale of one to 10. I went in expecting a one and I kind of got out of there with a three so um okay so yeah. it was
2: better than what you were expecting when you yeah went it was better
1: it. right but it was still a garbage film it's still it's not very well done um but if you're the kind of person who doesn't pay any attention to character development story development uh anything making sense in terms of plot lines um then and you're just into it for the summer popcorn flashy spectacle event you'll love it
2: well in all fairness I'm gonna say this I don't know really anybody besides you at this point who goes to a movie to begin with who's expecting it to be a one out of (laughs) ten you know how many people I know actually no 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 no, there's nobody if I Saw a preview for a movie, and I'm like, that's going to be garbage, and I don't want to see it. I expect a one out of 10 of enjoyment going to see that movie. You know what I do? Hmm. I don't go see it like most people. I have to turn, I have to understand your headspace for a say. Why did
1: you even go? It was a date.
3: So just, does that answer oh, your question? God.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, did she pick it? It was a great. Yeah, it was. A, but it was a great date. Had a great okay. time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had a great time. I did. I'm, I'm I did. glad you, know, you had a great, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, a fantastic movie
1: going experience, sir. I'm, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, despite. The crazy, yeah. Despite the crappy film, no, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So go check out Shang Chi. No, <laughs> no. This yeah. is my point. Everybody yeah. out there just heard how
2: terrible and awful it is. And only moronic, crazy people go. Crazy people. Man, yeah. that sounds absolutely awful. I have to go spend money to see it now. <laughs> I apologize, everybody out there mm-hmm. listening. This is what I deal with when the cameras are not rolling.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is, my oh, <clears throat> I have, I have another, uh, another set of, well, it's a, I can't even really call it a palate cleanser from I now on. I, okay. I just, you know, it's just more mental health, uh, people documenting their own mental health, so, um, I thought I would play it for you oh, because God. uh, it's uh,
2: because you listened to it and were jaw struck, jaw dropped, and yeah, so y'all have to you, listen to it. And uh, now we have to, I, I get it, yeah. Right.
1: So, does that make sense? Well, we understand. Oh, okay, Right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, this was off of TikTok. tock. This is not parody by any stretch of the imagination. We all know about the different use of pronouns, right. Oh God! He, no. He, her, not him, again. she, them, they, these, or whatever. I don't know. Um, this is new. This is new. So um, I, I am sharing. Okay. I am sharing sound. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not. <laughs> so, but check out this one. I just
0: added bug to my list of pronouns. So here's a very quick tutorial on how to use bug, bugs, pronouns. Inside-
1: I just want to stop that for a second because she claimed to say that um, she just added bug b bravo bug b-u-g to her list of pronouns
2: to
3: her 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 list list
1: list. yeah bug is not a pronoun it is now it is now let's 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 continue sentences okay let's go I'm meeting up with my friend Moth later. Uh, Bug just dyed Bug's hair and it's a super cool green color right now. I think we're gonna go to Bug's house and play some video games. And then I think Bug said that Bug wanted to go to the store by Bug's self. So I'm gonna head out after that and then maybe we'll get to hang out another time. I love hanging out with Moth. Bug is a super cool friend and I'm so glad that
3: Bug hangs out with me. (laughs) I <laughs> so, yeah, if you guys have any questions, um, that is how you use bug,
1: bugs, bug self pronouns. Uh, and I'm always willing
2: to answer questions about my pronouns.
1: I think her name is Moth. And I think that's why she decided to go with the pronouns bug and bugs and bug self.
2: Uh, i need a fly swatter i need a fly swatter i'm gonna go over there and smack bugs moth face until she wakes
1: up from her own stupidity i just i i, I don't even know what the here here's a here's another one this is we, we're we're just making up words and trying to normalize mental illness listen listen to this one
3: so you can look this up, but what it means to be lip romantic slash aciromantic, it's kind of called both.
1: So what I I just had to stop it here for a minute because I think this is a I think this is a young woman. I think she's a I think it's a girl who is trying to transition to a man because her voice has changed, but she has facial features that are very feminine and hands that are very feminine, but her voice has now changed. And what I feel very I, I my heart breaks for her because if at some point she decides to detransition, she, I, she's just doing irreparable damage to her body. Her voice is not going to change back that much if she stops the testosterone and decides to detransition. But what she 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 came up with these words here for those that m- maybe you couldn't really understand. Um, she says um, uses the words lithromantic and aki-romantic achio no accio romantic i think is how she pronounces it so let's just go ahead and hear this this uh, again
3: so you can look this up but what it means to be lip romantic plus accio romantic it's kind of called both means i feel romantic attraction but i have no desire for it to be reciprocated or it quickly dissipates as soon as i find out it's reciprocated So the question was, how did I figure that out? Um, I actually figured out halfway through my current romantic relationship. But I was searching through identities because I knew I didn't feel romantic love quite like everyone else. And that is what I found that fit me both. Every time I would get into a relationship with someone who I thought I really liked, it would just dissipate. Or as soon as I really got to know someone, I wouldn't like them anymore if I found out they liked me. So it was really just sifting through the different identities and finding one that matched me. Now, that doesn't mean that I love my boyfriend any less. It just means I love him a little differently. And it- um, uh, <clears throat> uh, it,
1: She doesn't want to receive ro- romantic feelings back from anybody, but she wants to give them. So as soon as she as soon as she realizes that somebody is interested in her, she gets turned off. How does she even have a boyfriend? This is not this is not a a classification of sexuality. This is this is the um, you know the manifestation of some deeper rooted problem that she has with relationships. She needs she needs counseling. She needs help. This is not yep. normal. Relationship behavior, and yet, sadly, there's a large portion of our society who is trying to normalize this and saying, "No, this is totally acceptable and fine for you to be this way." No, it's not. Right. Well, our pro-
2: our society right now is is so focused on placing blame. And, I'm, and I mean that in a very general sense, so, so bear with me here, but placing blame on everyone else as to why there's confusion about how we feel as individuals. And instead of people taking the onus upon themselves to recognize that they are at odds with something and try to understand why that is for them so that they can learn, grow, identify, and become better people for it, their outward They're looking for outward stimulus to actually lay the onus upon to justify why they feel that way and then turn around and make it other people's issue. And unfortunately, that also turns into it's not me feeling odd. That's the problem. It's because I haven't found the right identity that doesn't make me feel weird about how I feel right now. And again, it's all outward expression. It's, there's absolutely no self-understanding and growth. We, we've taken all responsibility away from the individual to, to figure out where and how they fit into society. And we're actually placing it on society to actually accommodate whimsical change. That's why some of these people have 30, 40 different pronouns and they change all the damn time because they can't figure out where the hell they are and they instead of doing that they want everybody else to bend to their whim as the leaves blow yeah Yeah. what to
1: hell with that I know it is uh, it's insane I feel my heart breaks for these for these these people Um, it really does I I feel you know I, I really I really want them to to get to, to seek help. Um, I, I just fear that, that someday these, these individuals will, will, they'll get a little bit older, they'll mature. Um, they'll start recognizing that the crazies, the craziness in, in them was wrong, especially the, what the girls that are trying to transition and becoming a, um, becoming a male.
2: This, this is not going to change until we stop allowing it to be a norm and we what? stop allowing it to be accepted. Because, uh, I mean, you you have talked about this yourself multiple times that the world needs bullies and we need our society to stand up and tell people that you're freaking acting like a damn crazy person. What the hell is wrong with you? But our society is so freaking whipped right now. That we treat these poor, poor, mentally deprived people. And I mean that genuinely. Like, this is okay. Like, this is normal, acceptable behavior. And so why would they ever feel that they need to change? No matter how much they grow or mature, as you say, they're not ever going to change because we refuse to hold them to a normal standard of behavior.
1: You know, what what cracks me up about this whole thing, too, is these these individuals, they come right out and they say, society, you have to accept me the way that I am. No, I don't. But but yet their (laughs) actions, their arguments are about themselves not accepting themselves for how they are.
2: Right. But because that's society's fault, remember? It's just,
1: right. <laughs> that, that's what I was just saying. Society has to accept... It's just, basically, their argument is society has to accept me, but I don't like who I am, so I want to change who I am. But it's society's fault. But and it's a society's fault. And I expect you fault. to be
2: able to figure that out for me, so I don't have to.
1: This is like this circular argument that keeps spinning around the... You know, It's like swirling around a toilet bowl heading into the sewer. Well, and we,
2: as a collective, the collective we... We go, oh bless your heart, pat bless you on the heart. head. It's right. okay. Whatever you're feeling. Sure. You want me to call you he, them, bug, moth, cat, rabbit, they, them, is Z, I don't know, civil J. I pff, what the hell? Who knows? Sure, I'll call you whatever you want. Right. Yeah. Or I'll just call you Bob because that's your fucking name, dude. <laughs>
1: All right, let's let's uh, let's get into the whole abortion thing, shall we? Yeah,
2: let's let's dive right into
1: that. No. <laughs> Incoming, prepare prepare with thyself for for a train wreck to unfold here on the Fusion Underground. Uh, we're ready. But look, we're we're talking about this because this is actually going on in uh, in society right now. We don't have to make up crazy ish. No, we're living it. We're living it. So let's talk about it. Let's so talk about it. So last week, however long it was, uh, Texas passed uh, their anti-abortion law, which basically says no abortions after six weeks or right around that six week mark, mark. because the reason why it's six weeks is because the law says no abortions. Once you detect, once doctors are able to detect a heartbeat, right? First of all, they're not the first state to put this law on the books, no, uh, but everybody's freaking out over, you know, the, the reason why everybody's freaking out about Texas is because there are a lot of it's Texas because it's Texas.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's because it's reason, Texas, because it's that's Texas. It.
1: Um, but really clamped it over was that the, the Supreme Court said, no, we're not going to overturn it. We're not yeah. going to do anything about it right now. And that yep. sent all kinds of people into a tizzy. Yep. Um,
2: the same kind of kind of hysteria happened around the uh, the voting law. Yeah. Which, mind you, Texas voting laws are still more liberal, if you will, and more open and less restrictive than those in Delaware, which is your liberal champion superhero president's home state. Yeah. Exactly. Who he called. What did he say? Was a throwback to Jim Crow, I believe. Yes.
1: Yes. Throwback to Jim Crow.
2: Which yeah, the voting laws in Texas are still more open and more forgiving and easier to navigate than those yeah. in Delaware.
1: And what's crazy about this whole Texas thing? So right at the very tail end before the law was to take effect or whatever, um, there was one doctor at an abortion clinic who performed sixty-seven abortions in seventeen hours. This is something that is praised by members of the left. Uh, by members of the left, it. They're 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 celebrating the fact that a doctor murdered, murdered sixty-seven
2: seventy babies in yeah. a day. Yeah.
1: You know the, the the satanic the satanic church the church of satan came out um against the law in Texas and, and I thought you know if if the Church of Satan comes out on your side, <laughs> on your for side you're probably on the wrong
2: side of you, the argument, <laughs> right?
1: You're probably on the wrong side of the moral argument here. If the church of <laughs> Satan comes out. So oh <laughs> you can't make this shit up, man. I, <sighs> <this. laughs> what? You, you, yeah, you know, it's cool. F. I know. <laughs> you, you know, what's amazing is there are going to be people there are going to be people that say, well, look, you guys are two dudes. You have no you you don't get to talk about this issue. There are people Wrong. that want to say that.
2: OK, OK, stop. I'm, I'm going to stop you and I'm going to touch on this because this pisses me off. Go for it. You know what? Human life is not a male or female friggin issue. This is not about women's rights to an abortion. It never is and it never has been and it never will be about women's freaking rights to a damn abortion. What this is about is about our right as human beings to life. Period. End of story. There's no freaking room for discussion on it. This is about right to life. Now all these people that are out there right now pissing and moaning about this abortion crap are the same ones that say every life is precious and all lives matter. Don't freaking tell me that human life is not a male, female, white, black, Hispanic, Asian, or other. This is a human issue, not a gender issue. Now, shut up with that crap. Yeah.
1: You know, they they like to say, the people on the left, the pro-choice people, say that, um, that men should not be talking against Abortion. We shouldn't be talking about this at all because, well, we're men, we don't, we don't get pregnant. We can't have abortions. Um, And, and then they, they take that a a step further and say that, well, pro-lifers, particularly men are just a bunch of men trying to boss women around. So first of all, we're just trying to suppress, we're trying, we're trying to oppress women uh, by coming up with this. Well, first of all, this is a complete and total um, myth that has been perpetuated by the left. Uh, the pro-life movement has, has predominantly been, um, been pushed by women. So there are, um, a majority of women who are, uh, who lead the pro-life movement. So to say that it's just a bunch of guys fighting against this is, is ridiculous. But also we have to remember that when Roe v Wade, you know, that, that, um, that biblical decision that was laid down by the Supreme court Um, Roe v. Wade was decided by a Supreme court of all white dudes.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: So if, if men can't have a say on this issue, then maybe we should, we should strike Roe v. Wade from the books because it was decided by men.
2: It's decided by men who are always looking at uh, oppressing women. So therefore that, that should be overturned. And and if it, uh, if it holds merit, it should be reintroduced and
1: judged by seven women. Sure, right, right. Um, the other, the other one, some of the other arguments that I find quite <clears throat> interesting is um, the the pro aborts, and I like to refer to them as the pro aborts. Yeah, you know, I would have more respect for somebody who just said, you know what, I'm totally in favor of infanticide. And pro, I'm pro-abortion. I would prefer that somebody come out, and just be honest with what you're, they, they twist themselves into these pretzels, trying to uh, rationalize their position. And I, I saw one per, I saw a, a picture on, on, that somebody posted on Twitter celebrating the fact that this woman had 21 abortions.
2: Okay, I, I I have I I have to pick on something you just said for a minute because this sure. is another pet peeve. Sure. I have yet to have a discussion with anyone who is, as you call it, pro-abortion, who has ever justified their position to me. Not one. Every single one of them has defended their position by demonizing mine. That's not a defense sure, to sure. your position. Have you? ever talk to somebody who is in favor of abortion who actually defended their position without demonizing somebody else
1: for their Correct. opposing position <clears throat> there I is
2: no defense to that yeah
1: i never have um you one of the big one of the big arguments in favor of being of pro-abortion is women women have this inalienable right to reproduce to have reproductive rights okay um And, uh, and I say, yes, women do have reproductive rights, but remember, we're talking about abortion, which means the act, the activity of reproducing has already occurred. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: So reproduction has already, that's already, that's already happened essentially. Um, and so we're not talking about forcing a woman to reproduce. We're not even talking about a forcing a woman not to reproduce. That, that's not even that, because reproduction has already occurred. So that argument is an argument that falls flat with me. Well, This is a reproductive
2: if, rights issue. If it were a reproductive rights issue, let's just say it's a reproductive rights issue. Okay, I'm going to take that at face value. Then the father can say, hey, this is a reproductive rights issue. I don't want a kid. I'm going to force you to have an abortion. He's got rights. Right. Is that right? No, of course not. You have the right in your reproductive rights to utilize contraceptives. Mm -hmm. That's your right. And if you're out there getting... more than one abortion ever i'm sorry you should probably think about utilizing some of your rights prior to reproducing
1: right um another another um issue that or an argument that the pro-aborts always use is that a woman has a right to choose we hear that a lot Um, i think she already made the choice (laughs) <laughs> well, I've always, oh, said, that I, I've always said that too. I've always said that too. It's like, how many deci- how many choices did you make before you ever before you even got pregnant? How many choices did you make that you probably should have made a different choice mm-hmm. before that before the act of reproduction actually occurred? Right. I mean, there are countless choices that led up to that moment, and you could have made just maybe even make one of them different (laughs) and it would have resulted in something entirely different. But we always use that, we always hear that at least from from the pro boards is that it's a woman's right to choose. And and what people need to, well, first of all, yeah, you had numerous choices um, that you could have made differently, Um, but you also don't have um, this universal right to choose. Correct. That, that doesn't that doesn't exist so um there are some choices that you and i cannot make mm-hmm. so i cannot make a choice to simply you, you know to um uh, to rob somebody else or we've we've talked about this with with
2: all of our rights all of our given rights the right to free speech the right to bear arms the right all the right to peaceably assemble this is a that's a good one yeah um your rights cannot infringe on the rights of others correct that's the that is the limit that's the fence to right. where your rights extend and others extend too. That's the boundary line of your conduct. You cannot go past that in every other aspect of your life. You want to bear arms? Bear them. You want to shoot somebody? That's too far. Right. You have exercised your right beyond your limits. Unless there are other circumstances where they were also going to inflict harm upon you, etc. Cetera, et cetera. This is where it becomes a debate. And that's why those things go to trial right so your right to choose with when it comes to your reproductive rights when you murder an innocent baby you have it gone beyond the boundary line of your
1: friggin' conduct right you psychopath murderer right it, That's and, it. I, and i always like to explain that you know rights are like this this sphere that exists around us. You know, I have, I have the right to act within the sphere, but everybody else has a sphere as well. And at some point our spheres, they can come up and they can touch, but they can't pass over. So my, my, my sphere of rights cannot intrude upon your sphere of rights. So my rights end at the moment where your rights begin. Okay and that goes for anything. Sure. That that goes for anything. I mean that's why we don't have a right to food. We don't have a right to eat. But you have a right to keep the food that you procure on your own. Mm-hmm. So you can't go into a grocery store and say I have a right to eat and just get a bunch of food and walk out without paying for it. Unless you're in this, California. Unless you're in California in San Francisco. That's correct. Because the, the, the store owner has a right to their property, which it's the food is their property at that moment. So this, this whole concept that you have this, you have the ability to choose and make any kind of choice that you want. Um, that, that doesn't exist even, even when you're talking about, especially when you're talking about other human beings, because you have a right to choose. Well, I don't have a right to make a choice that results in the death and, and the death and destruction of another human being, either.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Even even if they pissed me off or they did something really terrible, even if that person, even if somebody murdered a member of my family, I still technically do not have the right. Now, some people might say I was justified, right? But but you don't have the right to go out. Take justice into your own hands and murder the person that murdered your family member. Correct. You don't have the right to do that. So you, do, women, you don't have. Women do not have this universal right to choose. Just like nobody has a universal right to all kinds of different choices. Correct. Um uh,
2: murder is is illegal everywhere. Right. Except for the only exception to that is capital punishment.
1: Right. Yeah. And murder by the state. Right, that's kind of odd when you think about it that way, isn't it? Right. (laughs) (laughs) The the the, another argument that I that I just uh, that that kills me is that um, and and, well, before I go there, okay. The pro aborts they like to come up with all kinds of different language to try. Yeah, they don't want to call
2: a human being a human being. They call it a zygote. They call it an embryo. They call it a cluster of cells. They call it. I mean, you name it. Right.
1: And because they're trying to they're trying to take away the human dehumanize. aspect of it. Yeah. They, right. have, they have, to have to dehumanize, dehumanize
2: the living organism so that it's right. considered a living organism or at least an organism, not and, even living and, um, so that
1: they can talk about it like a thing, right. not a person. And all murderers do this. All murderers do this. All murderers do not look at their victims as as human beings. They dehumanize them. Uh, even when the state does it, even when the state commits murder, they dehumanize the criminals that because they use the term, they're a criminal. They're not a member of society. Basically, they use language to separate that person as a human being away from the acceptable areas of society. We see this, you know, we, we saw this through in history with the, the rise of the Soviet Union. And we saw it with uh, in, with Hitler and, and, the you know, the gas chambers during the Holocaust. Um those that were the undesirables, they were, they were demeaned and they were looked down upon as not as being less than human. Correct. And when you can make somebody less than human, well, then who cares if you kill them? And right. so that's what, that's what the pro boards have done here. They use those, they use terms like fetus embryo, zygote, like you said, um, but clump of cells, um, you mentioned that just a minute ago. Well, we're all a bunch of clump of cells, right. all of us. Right. It doesn't matter whether you're, you know, an embryo or a fetus or an actual walking around human being, you're still a clump of cells. So that argument, it we've recognized that you can't kill a clump of cells walking down the street. So by that, by that, by your own argument, you can't kill the clump of cells that happens to be within, within the womb of a, of a mother. Right. Yeah. And it's,
2: it it, it's disgusting and you know (laughs) i for years this has worked and this where they do this they the proverbial they people who want to separate the connection and human aspect to anything will absolutely they'll change definition of words so that people get confused about what the hell we're even talking about or dehumanize the individual by calling them something else, again, so that you can not feel that that is someone's son, that is someone's daughter, that is a kid you went to school with. You know, those are things that we as human beings, we connect with when we talk about other human beings. You think about, I don't know, friends you had going to school. Some of them could be complete dirtbags today, but when you were in third grade and you were sitting around doing Mother May I and Red Rover, Red Rover, they were kids, they were innocent, they were those that human connection they will always try and steer us away from because that human connection just brings us back to the fact that we're all human beings and we're only right. two steps away from being you know either the greatest person in, on the planet or a complete monster and when you're talking about how do we justify murder well we make it not murdering an innocent human being a child you make it well, it's just a, it's a thing. It's a disease. Right. It's a, it's a, a back,
1: it's a parasite. really. Right. And, and, you know, to go back to, to go back what you just said, you know, killing a, a, a human being, you can't, it's morally wrong and morally reprehensible to kill an innocent human. Mm-hmm. And abortion does just that. It kills an innocent human. Therefore abortion is wrong. Uh, it, it doesn't get any more difficult than that, which is why I would have much more respect for people that just came out and said, you know what? Yes, I'm all for infanticide. I want to kill. I want, I just want to kill. A, I want to kill a, a human being just to own it for what it is. I'd have a little bit more respect for you rather than you trying to twist yourself into a pretzel to, um, to absolve yourself of any moral wrongdoing. And, and I, I would
2: actually have at least a sense, of some sense of respect for a mother or a would-be mother who actually says, look, I already got 10 kids. I don't want another one. This was a mistake. I want to murder the baby that's growing inside of me because I cannot right. handle the responsibility of that.
1: Right. You know, one thing that, one thing that I just, uh, that I was just thinking about, you know, when we started this whole thing, we were talking about how. Um, you know, the leftists, leftists will say that, that men don't have it, can't have an opinion on this, on this matter. Well, what's funny is uh, in the, over the last year, leftists have twisted themselves into pretzels uh, to define a woman. Well, not to define a woman actually, because now they've made, they've made claims that yes, even men can have babies. Mm-hmm. So They've made that argument. I haven't made that argument. You haven't made that argument. No conservative has made <laughs> no that argument. No conservative
2: has ever made that <laughs> argument.
1: <laughs> and, and so, yet they're having they, they make the argument that now men can have babies. Guess what? If men can have babies, then men can have opinions then on men abortion. men Have now.
2: reproductive rights, and then men can have opinions on abortion. Yeah.
1: So you leftists, you made the, you made this bed on your own. So. Because yep. remember, biology doesn't, biology does not, we, we played the, we played the clip last week, the, the yep. young man saying that, but, that women, womanhood is a social construct.
2: No different than uh, citizenship, I think was the than being an American. <laughs>
1: <right>? <laughs> it was just this w- womanhood is just a social construct. Well, so guess what? You and I get to have an opinion on it. There we go. We're both women
2: now. Yeah. At least for the next 20, 30 minutes while we're talking.
1: Yeah. The, the, another argument that I, that I think is hysterical is the pro aborts like to say that um, women have a right to their bodies and therefore they don't, they should not have to be life support to another human being. Okay. Um, Well, that's a bunch of hogwash because if, as a as a young mother when you do give birth to an infant and you do have a child, you have to love and care and feed it and all of that kind of stuff you are still physically, emotionally, psychologically that or that child is emotionally and physically and psychologically dependent on its mother. So you still have to uh, even after birth you still meaning after the act of birth, not the not the noun. Post <laughs> birth, partum. Yeah, <laughs> right. So that that argument doesn't hold the same kind of weight as it does for the preborn. So um, whether whether preborn or postborn, well, if you're the mother, you still are on the hook for taking care of that child quite a bit, unless of course you give it to somebody else, which you can't do before the child is born. Um. So you don't have body autonomy. You can't have you can't the argument of having body autonomy, meaning I can then just kill another human being so that I maintain my own body autonomy. It still also doesn't work because of uh, the act. The act of you you don't have body autonomy if you were to have the child. You look confused by that argument. No
2: no no no. I'm 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 really. I don't think I've ever heard the argument that women should not have to be life support for another living being yeah that's new for me so i'm i'm contemplating this and postulating this but honest i mean my 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 first reaction is okay all right so you do not want your body to take care of another human being to take care of another human being okay now at face value i'm gonna say that is a semi-rational argument fine then why are you not sterilized why have you not gone and gotten yourself a uh, hysterectomy or had your tubes tied or whatever or yeah, yeah or, t- or tubes taken out or what, what because if that is your true honest opinion then you can fix that outpatient and you'll never have to worry about that. And right. you cannot, I'm sorry, I, I was sitting here thinking about the counter to that argument. You're like, well, what if I want to have kids one day? No, 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 no. Au contraire, mon frere. You just said you don't want to ever, you don't want your body to be used as life support for something else. Well, guess what? That means you will never be able to have kids yeah. because at some point, even if you want it, You're going against your own values or principles at this point. So if you firmly believe that, then your argument really isn't with anyone else but yourself. It shouldn't be for abortion. It should be for why are you not talking to your doctor right now about getting a procedure done so that this never comes to be an issue for you.
1: Right. The whole body autonomy argument is basically saying, I don't want to be forced to take care of a child. Therefore, let me kill it. Um, and so that same argument, if you were to extrapolate that same argument and just go through time, mm-hmm. then we would have to be able to say, well, as um, as a mother who already gave birth to a child, right. if at some point you say, well, I no longer want to take care of it, I should be allowed to, to kill the child. No, you would actually go to prison for murder for that. Correct. So... The fact that you do whether whether that occurs either pre or post birth is uh, is irrelevant. You're still dependent, or the child is still dependent upon you, its mother, for, uh, to take care of itself, or you know, to take care. Of. It's still dependent upon a person. Oh, Just don't the get same me wrong. As,
2: this is this is still a backwards, retarded, stupid, irrational, idiotic argument. Just because it you don't want. It right, just because you, right. <laughs> you don't want to take
1: right, just because you don't want to take care of another human doesn't give you the right to kill another human just because you don't want to take care of it. Right, and that's that's essentially that's essentially the uh, the argument that that uh, that is there. And honestly, if you really do feel like you uh, don't want to take
2: care of another human being, then I say, well, good. I don't want you taking care of another human being. Right. Go see your doctor and have your procedure done so that that doesn't become a problem not only for you. But for an innocent child, and for the rest of society,
1: who will have to pick up the pieces when you fail, right? You failure, right? the The other argument, another argument that I like is, well, abortion is healthcare. Um, and no, and that's this is...
2: anti-healthcare.
1: <laughs> Doctor Kravorkian
2: right. was actually, you know, practicing anti-healthcare. <laughs> right. Um, healthcare for dumbass.
1: Healthcare for whom? Um, the the child is not a disease that needs to be extricated a, from the body. I've heard. Okay. I've heard. Uh, um, it's not a
2: tumor. A, a baby called a parasite before, but right. not this case. It's, right. it's not a cold. There's no medicine. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I guess. Right. So uh, abortion is not. It's it's not healthcare. It, it's you can't say that it's. You cannot use the term, Wait, essentially what's happening here is we've got, we've got people kind of trying to come up with all kinds of, well, they're using terms to dehumanize the fetus. And when that right. doesn't work, when that's not working, they're trying to use the term healthcare because, well, who would be against anybody ach- receiving healthcare? Yeah. Who would be
2: against the idea of purifying the land and country to which we reside, right? Right. right. That sounds awesome. Right. Hitler said that. Right. He was absolutely and and praised himself for purifying the motherland. Right. of the infection that was
1: Jews. Right. And and here we we've got we've got people today we've got people today call them pedophiles who are trying to rationalize their behavior by saying well it's really love. And they're mm-hmm. trying to say that that pedophilia is just another form of love, and it's just and it's you know allow them to trying to normalize their behavior so that they can be allowed to have sex with children. Mm-hmm. But that's not love. There's nothing loving about it. that. Is a, that is a psychological demented position to hold? Uh, one looking at children and being sexually aroused by them, and two taking a child and bringing them into a very adult activity that they are not psychologically or emotionally or physically prepared to have. So you don't get to rationalize that. You don't get to rash. It's no different than saying that rape is actually making love to somebody. Yeah. Um, you're all you're doing is you're, you're using, you're dressing up the act the the abhorrent activity with a word or a phrase that is a little less scary. mm mm-hmm. This is why I say, if you're going to be pro-abort, at least admit what you're doing. Just say, you know what? I want to kill a child if I get pregnant. I want to, kill my, I want to commit infanticide. Because that's exactly what you're doing. Just, just yeah. own it. That's all I ask is just own it.
2: Yep. And I'm sorry, again, you cannot justify that position simply by demoralizing and demonizing
1: my position of disagreeing with you. That's not a defense, right. right? Yeah, that's that's not a defense. Yeah, another another argument that is used a lot is, um, well, we don't really know when life begins. Yes, you do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes you we do. definitively know when life begins. We literally know that. We yeah. literally, it's called the moment of conception. We literally know when life begins if we were to go to mars and we were to find a single-celled organism on mars we would immediately celebrate that we found life on mars and all of these found on mars on mars and all of these same leftists would be screaming about the coolness of science right science yeah i love
2: the party (laughs) of science wait i was gonna say no don't steal my thunder you (laughs) ass (laughs) I thought we were the science deniers, all the crazy conservatives, right? Right. right. We're all we're all the the anti science people, right? Um. And yet, now that we can actually point back to science, well, look, you can actually follow the the growth chart if you want, and even yeah. point out here, here's life. It's right yeah. there. See it. Um, the moment life begins. There's science again. Yeah. You crazy science denier, you! Oh, that's good. <laughs> Maybe we should start doing that. We'd call them science deniers. All the pro <laughs> boards out there. <laughs> Watch oh them goodness. get all freaking face turned into a yeah I mean, imploded
1: cantaloupe. We've had people on the left, politicians actually, who have argued the fact that you know what? It's possible that life doesn't even really begin until like five years post birth. I kid you not, because they're trying to make. These are the same people. I was, wa- I was, I was watching on on Twitter, for example, the number of people that were up in uproar over this whole Texas law, that were demanding that abortion be permitted, literally up until birth. I I have heard people saying after birth. There have been people that have, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, it's
2: disgusting. Those people should have been aborted.
1: Right literally the baby is born. And if the mother in that instance says, no, I don't want it. Then in some States they can put the baby off to the side and just let it suffer and, and die. That is a, that is, and how anybody can look at that activity and say, well, that's perfectly acceptable. That is, that is, in my opinion, that is just pure evil who could actually just take an infant and just, throw it in the trash that I, I, I just, I can't even, it boggles my mind.
2: Mm. I was going to get sick. I'm sorry. (laughs) My, my, my daughter was, well, you know, this, um, was very, 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 very tiny when she was born she needed a lot of help <laughs> to get through her first couple months. She was 2 months early. She was 3 pounds. I'll say that again. 3 pounds. I literally held her in my one hand.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: Um the idea just conceptually thinking that she could have just suffered and died right there literally makes me well yeah, want to almost throw up right now. It is absolutely disgusting and deplorable to think that human beings, human beings, can think that way, let alone act that
1: way.
3: yeah yeah,
1: yeah, it's just absolutely absolutely terrible. We know when life begins the whole yeah. thing another another um argument is. You know, um, the pro boards they, they claim that well, if you're if you're on the pro life side, you must be a religious zealot, and so therefore stop forcing your religion on me. No, we're that's pro science. That. That's that's we just we right. covered that. <laughs> <laughs> um, if if I were to say don't kill another human being, it's wrong to commit murder. That's not based on uh, that's not a religious argument. No. At least I don't think so. No, I mean talking to the talking to the woman who wants to have an abortion. If I say, "Well, why don't you just kill yourself? Why don't we just kill you instead?" Therefore, if if hmm. you're if you're pro-abortion, let's say she's not even pregnant at the moment. Let's say she's totally pro-abortion. She's like, "If I ever got pregnant, I'm gonna I'm gonna I would kill it." Okay, fine. Um, why don't we just cut the dumb? And why don't we just murder you now? she would probably be offended by that and probably say, well, that would not be right. Well, of course it's not right. It's not right to take a per- to, to murder another human being. It doesn't matter at what stage of human development they're in, right? And, and this is when they come back and they say, well, it's a potential human. It's a potential person. I've heard that argument before that it's just a, it's, it's not really a person. It's a potential person we will define an actual person. This is the same argument that they have with women right now. Um, would a, would a high schooler be a potential person? They haven't actually fully developed. Their brains are still developing until, you know, our brains still develop until around the, our mid twenties, around level, around eight level age, 25 or 26 <laughs>
2: there's a gamer at heart. You haven't reached level five yet where you actually are a, a normal person,
1: <laughs> you know, as, as human beings, our, our minds, our brains are still developing, um, and, and who among us, when you were 20, when you were 30, you look back and go, wow, was I dumb at 20, right? You, you've, you've grown and evolved in your own thinking and maturity from the age of 20 to 30 or 30 to 40, et cetera. So are you getting more and more, beca- are you becoming more and more of a person as you age? Because we're changing, we still change and, and we're growing and we're learning and we're maturing. So then at what point is somebody actually a person? And if we're still growing and affecting change, then aren't we just all potential persons up until some magical age down the line? So can we kill anybody up until a certain point of, of age?
2: Um, yes, I believe the answer to your question is yes. Uh,
1: and and
2: <clears throat> in all seriousness, yeah. it Whatever is standing in the way of convenience yeah. should be obliterated without any consideration for what whom or why that is in front of you and we we've heard that with sh- there was a call for heads for people who just um had an opposing viewpoint here not long ago yeah I and mean, it's so yeah if if we disagree with that person then we dehumanize them and we can say we don't want them here anymore. We can get rid of them. Right. If we, um, a baby is going to be an inconvenience for for you, then absolutely. We're not going to call it a baby. We're going to call it a zygote. We're going to call it an embryo. We're going to call it a um, cluster of cells. And we're just going to murder that for you too. And we'll take care of that. Now vote for me.
1: Now vote for me. Yeah. Um, another argument that people, that they that pro-aborts will throw their their hands up in the air over is just simply well, abortion is legal. It's already legal.
2: Well, because abortion is is or should be legal, rare and terrible, right? Wasn't that the
1: three? Le- I think. Oh, it was like um, legal, rare, or legal, safe and rare. Legal we, safe we never hear rare. about rare anymore. We never hear about it being no. you know infrequent um but yeah you know what abortion is legal but first that of all it doesn't mean it should be <laughs> le- legality legality has nothing to do with moral with with whether something just because something is legal doesn't necessarily mean it's morally morally right okay um and and there can be things that are morally right that are actually illegal to do mm-hmm. um because a group of people in washington creating laws or at your Capitol building, creating laws doesn't they don't have to create a law that is morally right. And just because they happen to create a law doesn't mean it's morally right. Hell, slavery was was legal in this country at one point. But that that doesn't didn't make it um you know a moral activity. Absolutely. You could beat your slave for crying out loud, you could whip them, you could treat them however you wanted. It, it didn't mean that it was right, just because right. slavery was legal and they were and technically. At the time, they were your legal property, if, if you were the slave owner. So again, yeah. it wasn't morally correct.
2: So if just because we,
1: if we legalize of, pedophilia, is that going to make that morally right? No. Right. If you're right, exactly. If if we just said, yeah, you know what, Nambla, hmm. have at the ch- have at the children. Uh, it doesn't make them morally correct to to then have sex with children. So the whole, the whole legal, well, it's just legal and just suck it up. That, that doesn't hold water. That doesn't no. hold water. So
2: what was, for everybody out there listening, mm-hmm. what was the actual law that went into effect in Texas?
1: So the law, it went into effect on Wednesday. And the Texas law bans most abortions after six weeks of pregnancy. Six weeks. Yeah.
3: Six weeks.
2: Oh, my good God. I'm so sorry. For, that, was, that was
1: sarcasm, but okay. I may, maybe that didn't come off.
2: I mean, six weeks. For, for me, it doesn't me go loud. far
1: enough. For me, it doesn't go far enough. I would like to I, see abortion complete. But even if you live in Texas... Even if you live in Texas and you want to get an abortion, you can't decide that within the six-week period?
2: Yeah, really. That's that's kind of what I was getting at. You got six weeks to make up your mind? Right. If you are a woman who is out there who says, no, I don't want to be life support for anything, as sen- soon as that EPT test comes back with a little plus sign on it, go get it handled. Yeah. Go do it you know, what's the, when it, why is six weeks going to be a barrier for you or is it, or is getting an abortion kind of one of those things you do down the road when you, you know, like changing your oil in your car. Well, I was busy this week. I'll do it next week. Oh yeah. And I got to schedule my abortion, um, my baby murder next week. Don't let me forget that, honey.
1: And and you know, what, what irritates me is uh, when the pro aborts try to use abortion, as a way to save the life of the mother um, oh and and well. and let's be let's be very clear here there's there's a difference between going to a, an abortion clinic and having an abortion versus being in a hospital with with surgeons and nurse staff and icu wards and that whole thing and something happens and they have to take the life of the child to save the life of the mother. Those are two completely different things. And that is and not, that is not made illegal. Correct. That because it's has never made illegal. zero bearing zero correct.
2: on abortion laws on the books and abortion laws currently in effect or abortion laws affected by this law. It has nothing to do with it has that. Nothing to do with that. Abor- even when abortions were quote unquote, illegal, that was still acceptable practice, because it was considered that, a medical. That was medical a, a, necessity.
1: A, a medical necessity.
2: Correct. That don't has be sitting, never been a freaking
1: issue ever. That is right. absolute smoke and mirrors bullshit. Right. You don't go to your doctor, and the doctor says, "Well, we have to, we have to terminate the pregnancy." Uh, go down to Planned Parenthood tomorrow and take care of it. No, they, they, they bring you into the hospital. Mm-hmm they check you into the hospital. You're given a bed. You're, you go, you have an actual medical procedure. You're, you, you don't go to Jiffy Lube. I mean, this is the same, <laughs> this, yeah. you're, you're not just going to it's the local drive through the drive through, okay. which is basically what Planned Parenthood is and, and these different abortion clinics. Um, <laughs> so two completely different things here.
2: I, uh, I, uh- that's so freaking ignorant. It just blows me away.
1: The, the other, the, another argument that, uh, that uh, pro, the pro aborts always say is well, if you don't like abortion, then don't have one.
2: Well, oh, okay. Um, so that's saying if I don't like murder, just don't murder anybody. Just don't you know? murder anybody. It's fine. If you don't
1: like murder, just, just, just don't murder anybody. And but you but don't get mad at me
2: it. for murdering whoever right. I
1: want. Uh, yeah. Okay. Right.
2: If you don't like rape, don't rape anybody. Can you imagine? But, but don't don't get mad at me if I want to go out and do it. You're right. impeding on my rights. That's my sexual right. Right. What? Right. How absolutely asinine is
1: right. that? Can you imagine a can you imagine a, uh, you know, uh, a pedophile saying, well, if you don't like if you don't like, you know, a, you know, adults having sex with children, then just don't have sex with, sex with children, but allow the pedophile to go and have sex with children. Nobody would make that argument. Nobody's so, going to make any of those kinds of arguments because they're morally reprehensible. Right. If you don't like an if you don't like abortion, then don't have one. You, you don't get to have this sort of this gray moral environment in which to live. And, and all these people, again, all these people want is they want abortion to be there as a form of birth control excuse me, as a form of birth control, that's it. I wish they sure. would just be honest. It was the same thing several years back here in Arizona. We had people who wanted the ability to smoke weed legally without going to jail. I get it. Mm-hmm. And they, they, years ago, they put up a lot, they you know signed it, got people to sign a bunch of, get a bunch of signatures up for, to put a new measure on the ballot. And what they did was the measure was to be, uh, to have med- weed for medicinal purposes. So to legalize marijuana for medicinal purposes. Come on. Yeah. Everybody knew no nobody was going to use it for medicinal purposes. That's not what you wanted it for to begin with. Just be honest and say you want to get high. Just mm-hmm. be honest. And when they did that, when they did that, when they said, you know what, we just want to smoke dope and get high. Guess what? It passed.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. Sure did. So
3: Mm
1: -mm. yeah Um, I also don't like the I I don't like the argument that um, if you restrict access to abortion then there are going to be more kids living in poverty Um, (laughs) you know I grew up as a poor kid and I didn't even know I was poor right kids that are poor they don't know they're poor and and well you know what is it better to be poor or is it better to be dead you know i think it's better to be poor the
2: what's the greatest generation what what years was that was my grandparents or your grandparents too i believe roughly they're referred to as the greatest generation
1: lived during the 40s so born at the you know born during the 20s
3: yeah
2: yeah, the twenties, yeah. thirties in that area, and, and I'm sorry, I could have the the dates off, but um, I do consider them the greatest generation. They what they lived through in the Great Depression, and the recession, and and actually learn from that. You know, my my grandparents, nothing went to waste. My grandmother canned food, canned everything. Um, my grandfather would go hunting, let's say for like pheasants. My grandmother would actually save and pluck all the feathers out of those to make ladies' hats and sold the hats. Nothing went to waste. What they learned out of necessity, we have lost out of complete convenience. And I think it is destroying our society piece by piece. We have no sense of personal um, gumption anymore to be able to fix anything to be able to address anything take ownership of everything it's always when I mean, we just started this off tonight my sexual confusion is somebody else's problem and it's for society to identify as i see fit in the moment to make me feel better so i don't have to address it for myself Can you imagine some kid some schmuck like that back in the 30s you get his ass kicked but yeah. he might actually grow up And be somebody with himself. That kid's going to be, you know, suckling at the teat of the society that he curses every damn day for the rest of his life or her life or it's Bugs Moth's life or whatever the hell it wants to call itself. And, you know,
1: the whole argument, the whole argument about poor kids too is, um, well, you know, there are a lot of poor kids right now in America.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Why don't we just go round them up and, and kill them, kill them all? Right. right. So I mean, if, if it's that's so your terrible, issue, right. then
2: everybody who lives, all the children, let's just say five and under, because we don't want to be monsters. Right. Any any kid out there in the United States who's five and under who lives below the poverty line, come on up and we'll shoot you in the head. That's uh, that's the argument you're making right now. I'm saving right. you from poverty. Don't thank me now. Your parents will thank me. Society will thank me. Let me don my cape as I murder children for the sake of preventing child poverty. Right? Are you freaking kidding me?
1: Right. Just. And, and that's why I don't. That's why I don't like that whole argument of saving. I mean, it's it's the same way. You know, when this when this whole ab- abortion thing came up, there were, there were leftists who were talking about uh, the UK um, and celebrating the fact that very few uh, children are born in the UK with Down syndrome. There's a reason for that. And the reason is not because uh, British people have somehow become more superior in passing on um, their DNA and have eliminated Down syndrome Um, it's because they're killing children that are going to be down babies. That's why very few down babies are born in the UK and in other countries like, um, you know, that are very far progressive, um, which just, which absolutely, absolutely breaks my heart. It breaks my heart because my nephew is, I have a nephew who has down syndrome. Mm Mm-hmm. But he's a he's a precious he's a precious child. And I think he would I think even though he's got Down syndrome, my wife
2: actually asked me the other night if uh, we would if I would ever consider adopting a Down syndrome baby.
1: Yeah,
2: I would. And that shocked me. I didn't know how to respond to that. I mean, I I felt very vulnerable and in a very precarious position because I didn't know whether she was serious or kidding or what. And I was freaked out my why why would why what huh what why are you asking me a question like that and she genuinely loves down syndrome kids they're happy they're adorable as all get out i mean you can't not love down they're they're just cute as they're cute as a button dadgummit um but i don't i said i i, I don't i don't want to i don't know Uh, let's focus on our two kids right now, honey. And we'll we'll worry about that another time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, if we're really worried about poor, about kids being born into poverty, then let's just go round up all of the children who are actually in poverty. And let's let, let better yet, let's round up all of every human who's below the poverty line and why not murder them and then guess what? We would eliminate poverty. We would eliminate poverty. Yeah, we would no, we would eliminate poverty. Wouldn't would that not be a
2: good thing? That's that's what you want. Are you telling me you don't want to eliminate poverty in the United States? They hate it when you use that kind of rhetoric logic back, Adam. I'm telling you, it's you watch their face
1: implode. Yeah, there was a there was a, a myth. You know, they the, we hear it. Uh, we, we, I've heard it for years that without abortion, then women would just seek back alley abortions, and, um, and and that that argument has been used um, many, many times, um, but it doesn't hold weight because wherever there, wherever abortion has been restricted, um, or where abortion is is illegal, uh, we don't see a high, we don't see Women going out and having um, back alley abortions and shoving wire hangers inside them to kill the child—that doesn't happen. Um, there, there's no evidence for that. There is zero evidence for that happening anywhere, um, and that that argument has been debunked numerous times. Uh, so if you ever hear the argument that well, women will just have back alley abortions, um, that's not that's that's not true, especially in even I think that even more so today, given that we have things like the morning after pill, um, uh, which are, which are there for women who not just women who were raped. I mean, if you think that you might've been gotten pregnant over a one night stand, go get the morning, uh, the morning after pill. Um, at least, at least at that point, you're, you're, um, am I in favor of those? No. Um, but it's a lot better than shoving a vacuum up inside of you and, um, You know, taking care of it that way. Yep. Yep. There, excuse me,
2: there are, whether I agree with abortion or not is really, it's irrelevant to the point. There are a multitude of options and a multitude of treatments, if you will, still widely available to you. And to get worked up over Texas actually putting a statue of limitations on your decision time frame to wait a minute, let's see this again. Six weeks. Yeah. Is not going to affect your ability to murder your babies. Yeah. Really isn't. It just means you have to actually do it within six weeks for crying out loud of getting pregnant.
1: And, and you know this is a this is a big slippery slope. I mean, it's the kind of slippery slope of um, you know killing people who are you know medically infirm, um, and I, I've I've been against that morally. Um, I just I, 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 I take the position of valuing human life and wanting to preserve and protect that, that human life because also history has shown that when you, societies who do not value human life, whether it's, whether it's pre, pre-birth or the infirm, uh, that can lead to some really, really crazy shit happening in society. Uh, and many and different societies have, have done that. I mean, Nazi Germany was, was one of them. Um, the Soviet union was another one that didn't value human life. and, and you know, Stalin murdered tens of millions of his own people. Um, Mao Zedong did the same thing. Um, well, and what, what blows me away, it just,
2: it, it really, it frustrates me. It's infuriating to me is I hear most of the people who are out, on, and, and I'll call them the pro-aborts, if you will, on these issues are the same feminists who are standing up for um, women's rights, the power of women, blah, blah, blah. But yet, they don't understand how quick and how easy the correlation is between this and and societies where women are not valued as human beings. I mean, we just left a huge empowered group of them in Afghanistan right now who literally treat women like property and young girls like property. They are going to be used in the worst ways imaginable. And yet, I mean, this is, that's what happens when you actually dehumanize people, <clears throat> whether yeah. it's women or boy or men or whoever, it, when you dehumanize something, things that you would find absolutely deplorable and reprehensible become commonplace. This is the exact same thing happening on this issue. You have dehumanized these unborn life forms. They are human beings. When you dehumanize them to this point, then you literally can shove a, a poker up into its brain, scramble its head, cut it up in the womb, and take it out piece by piece.
1: Yeah, um, you know George Bernard Shaw, and I'm not switching gears here. George Bernard Shaw, he is, you know, he was a he was a, a poet, playwright, writer, um, and he has been lauded by the left. Leftists love George Bernard Shaw. Um, he was actually a big eugenicist. Um, and if you, so I got a clip here. Um, what's funny is the clip says, the clip says George Bernard Shaw talking about capital punishment. He's not actually talking about capital punishment. He's talking about something far worse than capital punishment. But listen, listen to the, this is, this is an, this is old footage. I mean, George Bernard Shaw, hell, he was born in 1856. He died in 1950. Um, I think he made, I think this was, I mean, this is an old black and white. I'm not going to share the video, but I'll just share the audio. Um, Had it been like back in the 20s or 30s. Uh, And it's really disgusting when you hear what George Bernard Shaw actually said vocally and the left celebrates this guy. Listen, Listen to George Bernard Shaw.
0: I never know exactly how to make my opinion clear because I object to all punishment whatsoever I don't want to punish anybody but there are an extraordinary number of people whom I want to kill not in any unkind or personal spirit but it must be evident to all of you you must all know half a dozen people at least who are no use in this world Who are more...
1: Net, I don't know if you caught that he said he basically says you you must know people you must know people that are you would just want to kill a half a dozen or so people who are of no use right. in this world. Right. Half a dozen or so people who are of no use. And you all know them. You all know we have people in your life that you've encountered that you just want to kill. So what he does is he takes this, this very crazy way of thinking and he throws it back on, on everybody else that says, "We, well, you know what I'm talking about. And he, he'll, he continues here.
0: this Who are more trouble than they are worth? And uh, I think it would be a good thing to uh, make everybody come before a properly appointed board, just as he might come before the income tax commissioners, and say every five years or every seven years, just put him there and say, Sir or Madam, now will you be kind enough to justify your existence? If you can't justify your existence, if you're not pulling your weight in the social boat, If you're not producing as much as you consume, or perhaps a little more, then, uh, clearly, uh, we cannot use the reorganization organization of our society uh, for the purpose of keeping you alive, because your life does not benefit us, and it can't be of very much use to you. Holy- I AM THE GREATEST!
2: (laughs) Wow. every 5, <coughs> to, every seven five to 7 or so, years you have to come before a board the inquisition and justify your existence
1: justify your existence every 5 to 7 years and show that you are producing more than you consume otherwise you're no good to us and therefore you must not be any good to yourself either so justify wow. justify why we should keep you alive as members of can you imagine every 5 years having to go before a board to prove your worth otherwise they're just going to kill you can this i imagine is, it
2: yeah yeah i can right this <laughs> is the left
1: this this is the left here this is mm-hmm. and <laughs> this is the how the left has always been mm-hmm. um, you know as i said again as i said before uh, you know george bernard shaw was born in 1856 1856 not 1956 right 1856 um the left has always been about that that's why i didn't like the video because it was titled you know george bernard shaw talks about capital punishment he wasn't talking about that that's way beyond that's just no no he
2: started out, which was interesting he started out i'm not for punishing anyone yeah but i am for people having to justify their continued existence in our society
1: Right. I'd rather he at least be favor in favor of punishing people because <laughs> yeah. at least if you punish somebody, they did something wrong.
2: Right. I mean, that that <laughs> if you were gonna make it a capital punishment issue, I guess that would be like, well, you haven't really produced as much right. as
1: you've consumed.
2: So guess no. what? There you go. So it's not really no. a punishment, it's just a measure of your worth.
1: Right. And who gets to decide? Somebody would have
2: exactly. to decide. Exactly. Right. That's always the inquisitors. Key right. Who's the Who's the inquisition that gets to right. decide what how your worth measures on the scales?
1: Right. Compared yeah. to whom? Compared,
2: Compared to, to what? What?
1: what wh- who gets to define the the bar that everybody has to meet or exceed? Right. You know who who gets to who gets to define that? Because I guarantee you, there are going to be people that produce oh, that have a lot of worth in a, in our society, but maybe they don't meet the definition as specified by the the few elites, and so therefore they would have to get sent off to the gas chamber
2: sucks to be them sucks to be you yeah okay well that was fun yeah that was a lot of fun
1: (laughs) 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 oh man yeah that was uh that was good times and uh i you know um so i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna
2: ask uh anybody out there in the sound of our voice if we've missed a valuable talking point on the the pro-abortion front i'm absolutely willing to entertain that oh before we go
1: you have a shout out you need to make oh i do have a shout out you thank you for reminding me we just want to give a give a shout out to uh to michelle listening to us out in pennsylvania she She's been uh, contacting me and sending me emails, and um, she does listen to the show. Her and Lisa. So thanks for thanks for listening to us. Um, uh, introduce us introduce the show to other people. We'd love to uh, love to get more people writing into us and and telling us either how we're doing things right or how we're doing things wrong. So we like to hear all of that. So thanks, Absolutely. Michelle. And and where can others reach us at Dr. Ramirez? They can, you can find all of our stuff. Uh, just, it's easy. Just do fusionunderground.net. Fusionunderground.net. It gives you access to all of our videos, all of our audio stuff. Um, or you can, if you've got a phone and you have an, a handy dandy little application where you can search for podcasts, just type in fusion underground. You'll find us because we're on all the main, um, podcast streams that Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor Breaker. We're on all of those. So you can find us, um, find us on there. Just do a search. Uh, and, and we're also on we're also on um, Facebook. You can find us at Fusion Underground A Z on Facebook. Yeah. So there we are. Cool. There you are. And you can send us email at contact at fusionunderground.net. That's contact at fusionunderground.net. I get all of the emails. Um, you know some are some are interesting some are comical so if there's uh, a
2: really good one i'm sure dr ramirez will send it my way so i can get it too
1: or if you'd like
2: just address it to me so that i can actually get one or two of those that'd be cool yeah Yeah. (laughs) definitely he doesn't allow me to respond to emails because trust me i'm no different in type that i am in person (laughs) and i will tell you exactly how i feel (laughs)
1: Well, that was another that was a that was a fun one. I'm sure you know, hopefully we'll we'll rile up uh, rile up some folks that probably get all pissed off at us and
2: you know. that's all right. We look forward yeah. to that. Yeah, that's okay. All right.
1: So anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. For Jason Moret, I'm Manuel Ramirez. You've been listening to the Fusion Underground Peace We're late. Good night.